0: Welcome, welcome, welcome guys. Welcome, welcome guys. I am Ori, your gracious host. And today, um, uh, it, I am recording, uh, I am here to talk about, uh, the violence against transgender, black transgender, specifically. Uh, and this, um, podcast segment is uh a special report dedicated to black transgender people wherever they are in the world whether it's in the u.s in brazil in mexico in africa uh, black africa or uh, or non-black africa countries um uh in europe everywhere they are and i'm gonna start, uh, with an article, um, uh, on black transgender, uh, that was, uh, recently killed, you know, um, uh, this week, and, uh, so, and there's this article on Medium Magazine, it's called Why Violence Against Black Transgender Women Needs to be Taken Seriously. So I'm gonna repeat myself. This article, it's on Medium magazine, and you can also find it on Medium app. And it was written by um, uh, Ezin Ukoha on May 22nd. It's a six minutes read, uh, read actually. Um, And it's called Why Violence Against Black Transgender Woman Needs to be Taken Seriously. So I'm gonna start reading the article and I'm gonna give you my personal take on the article after I finish to read as I uh, uh, usually do, obviously, I normally do here. So I'm gonna start uh, reading the article then. The Trump administration swiftly began the task of rolling back most of the secure initiatives from the Obama administration that were mandatory uh, for the purpose of protecting vulnerable populations who would otherwise suffer potentially life-altering consequences stemming from gross negligence by a government that outrightly rejects the notion of equality for all. The Obama years were far from perfect and I have detailed my grievances when it comes to the misguided role to the American Government played during the Nigerian elections of 2015, and how the reinstatement of the murderous dictator who was violently out- ousted back in mid 80s after one of many military coups of that decade sign- signaled a drastic shift backwards and up the uh, aberrant hearts to the much needed path to the progression. Um, and so she mentioned her uh, grievance so I'm just going to here try to put it out uh, to the line that she said uh, her grievance there's an article attached under it uh, that I'm going to read uh, next time I'm going to do a podcast segment not today. Today it's about the podcast segment today it's about black Jud. so Bear with me keep bearing with me but when it came to uploading the natural order of things in the realm of equal rights for citizens of every persuasion there's no doubt that Trump's messiah-like predecessor possessed the empathy and compassion that was likely motivated by his own very background that ultimately ultimately dictated the inherency of this demonstrating the fundamental basics of human decency. All that went out of the window once Donald J. Trump won the candidacy for the Republican Party and proceeded to unleash his own brand of potent indecency that was centred around in the hate-filled rhetoric that he orchestrated while wildly campaigning for the role that he was already weaponizing and even uh, before his unfathomable, unfathomable actually, uh, victory The goal was always to feign righteousness by uplifting the purity of whiteness against the backdrop of evangelism based on the non-existent Bible verses that are easily accessible uh, whenever activated supremacy demands the vilification of those who don't comply with the rules of engagement in the universe of practiced bigotry. Trump's rentless demonization of migrants at the border and immigrants from shithole countries was the promise of imminent punishment but not only keeps families separated with no hope for reconciliation but also exaggerates uh, the challenge that foreigners from black and brown countries encounter when they are suddenly prevented from Activating, uh, activating uh, travel visas that should ordinarily be approved. A family, a family friend was forced to miss her own father's funeral in Los Angeles this past March due to revised regulation that the Trump administration has in place that is meant to curb the flow of entry visitors, visitors from the countries that are considered too shitty for admittance. The Muslim ban has happened as soon as the White House was infected by a nefarious regime that was determined to amplify the nationalized hostility that Muslim Americans have been enduring even ever since the 9-11 terror attacks. And throughout all, the LGBT community has remained under the radar with sporadic mentions of the over-discrimination that members faced from a lethal administration that couldn't wait to rescind purpose reg- legislations that were cured to maintain the safety net that was barely providing shelter from societal pummeling beginning in early 2017 there have been a school of actions taken against the lgbtq community and these are the laws uh, cover the basis of stripping the right to A fulfilled existence without the burden of clear and present danger threatening an every turn. From 2016, uh, guidance within quotation that was drafted to instruct schools across the nation uh, about the necessary steps in order to keep transgender students out of harm's way to the recent ban on transgender troops that was started to take effect in April 2019, the overall messaging from lawmakers is stepped in out of disg- disregard for human life and the systematic abuse of targets. When it comes to crimes against humanity, we certainly don't have to look further than our own backyard. As the body count of murder victims who are victimized because of their brutalized status continues to rise with our hope for justice. A recent victim of Trump's newly minted crime spree is Mohasia Booker, a black trans from Dallas, Texas, who was tragically, uh, who tragically brings the number of transgender people that have succumbed to violent attacks since the year began to five. Here are some cold, Hard facts about the rise in homicidal death within the transgender community. According to the human rights campaign, there were at least 26 deaths recorded in 2018, and it's worth uh, nothing that the casualty were all black transgender women, and the numbers were high in 2017, with 29 deaths linked to uh, federal attacks that should be accurately characterized care uh, guys actually categorized actually as hate crimes advocacy groups also wanted those sovereign statistics may not be the actual number of victims due to the high number of cases that go unreported. Suffering in silence after being brutal assault is never the way to go but the hostility from the facets of the government ultimately infects the judicial system and the barge offices who are employed to serve and protect within quotation police brutality against the black communities is an ongoing epidemic and, fil- and it filters into the fog of the lgbtq family with the vengeance of uniform thugs who can be trusted based on track record of violence against those who don't have their on their side it's not one of the morasia Boca was found shot to death weeks after her Horrific beat down by a gang of black men in a parking lot of an apartment complex in Dallas was captured on video and promptly uploaded and shared to distant Gorkers who have been trained to accommodate this normalized view. The ringleader of the British affair, Edward Thomas, was arrested in April, but has since been released. And police officers are convinced that he had nothing to do with Booker's subsequent murder. Subsequent murder. We cannot allow this continued trend of violence against black transgender women to flourish in a world that is instigated by the criminalized antics of lawless administration that has successfully instituted a bath of laws that gave our own um, bandits license to kill without consequences. It's time to take this shit seriously and not recline in the non shares that enhance the activism of other arms of concern without the inclusion of those who desperately need every voice raising their difference. I'm definitely guilty of not earning enough time and energy for a community that I recognize and respect, and that commitment to rectify that poor performance with solidarity has been activated. We can't pretend that this is this pending issue where miracles disappears. stay underrepresented in the roster of injustices that are effectively heralded by social noisemakers. It's heart-wrenching though. to watch wasted lives poached away under the most terrifying circumstance with the haunting uh, result- realization that this nightmare won't be vanquished without action. Malaysia Booker, Michelle Tamika Washington, Claire Legato are names to remember, and there are so many others to add to the list of ill-fated hashtags and that reinforces the heaviness of contemplating how to communicate the urgency of pending issue that can be disc- discarded for much longer. The jokes by fame comedians have to be put effectively and we as people have to come together and stand for the basic human rights for the LGBTQ community in a way that is revolutionary and absolutely coherent and astral coherent violence against black transgender women is disproportionately condemned by a climate that elevates the specific attacks on designated victims and just as the suspicious death of young black gay gay men in sporting mention of an influential and wealthy other white gay men can be casually set under the rug the same damning temperament is being applied to the black women who don't deserve to be tormented Out this world without a fight. It's time to stop looking away because there's no escape from the growing injustice that won't quit until we stand united. If Black Lives Matter, then what the hell are we including Black Lives in this narrative of equality that we are so passionate to bring to fruition? until it involves the lives that we don't pay much attention to because of personal convictions that march the playbook of wild persons with a question mark in the end. We can't allow the souls of our negligence to become wounds of our undoing as a community that is verbally distinctive. We need to take brutality against black church and the women very seriously it's not the truth. Enough that accommodates the violence of the responsibility that we owe each other as soldiers that are outfitted outfitted in similar gear on the battlefield, which means the bullets will take us out regardless of who we choose to fuck and how we choose to embed our troops. Enough with the empty talk. It's time to take a stand. guys, my take on this article is, um, that, you know, we need to be more, um, inclusive in the fight of, um, you know, claiming our own humanity, you know, um, that is the first thing we should, uh, be aware, collectively, um. Second is, you know, I'm not sure who really harmed and killed our sister, you know. Um, I'm not really sure who really killed our sister. If if he was a, uh, a white, you know, Caucasian person, then, you know, it should be classified as a Black Lives Matter issue, right? But... Um, if she was, you know, not sure not he but she was apologize for that, was killed by, you know, a black person, whether it's a man or woman, then should be classified black lives matter issue because you have to understand, uh Black Lives Matter, the movement it's it's fighting against the systematic oppression against black people you know so if a black person happens to be an anti-queer person and target out this system deliberately uh, then that person is uh, an anti-queer person who felt like you know she or he had you know a power to harm and dehumanize our sisters you know so then we'll be talking about this is another subject right this is within an issue within our communities our black communities around the globe so we should really understand that black queens are now enemies Then our enemies actually that most vulnerable in our communities and we should really they are more the most vulnerable, you know um, more than this, gender woman more than our you know sisters versus genders, so we should be aware of that and third um that should never happen and um i'm also very uh a critic person of who's really against this hashtag and uh, no violence toward transgender black women it shouldn't be just about black transgender a woman it should be about all the transgender women, all black transgender, you know, uh, people, men and women are yeah, transgender, black men and transgender black women, so it should be all, not just women, you know, so yeah, that is my take on this.
1: In this country, and fear about deadly attacks against transgender Americans, particularly trans women of color. As Amna Navaz tells us, a series of murders in different cities in just one week has underscored a larger pattern of violence over several years. And yet, it comes at a time when trans celebrities are more accepted and more prominent in pop culture. Judy, the most recent killing took place last Sunday in North Philadelphia. Michelle Tamika Washington, 40 years old, and a longtime advocate for the LGBTQ community, was shot several times. Her death came one day after Malaysia Booker was found dead in Dallas. Booker was just 23, and just weeks before her death, she was attacked in a mob-like beating after a minor traffic accident. One week before those murders, 21-year-old Claire Legato was shot in the head in Cleveland. She was killed after an argument between her mother and the suspected shooter. Earlier this year, two more black transgender women, Ashanti Carmen and Dana Martin, were also killed. Last year, more than two dozen transgender people were killed. And according to a 2018 Human Rights Campaign report, there were at least 128 trans people killed in 32 states since 2013. 80% of them were people of color. Let's now take a closer look with Beverly Tillery. She's executive director of the Anti-Violence Project, an LGBTQ anti-violence organization. Beverly, welcome to the News Hour. Thank you for being with us. I want to start by asking you about these recent spate of killings. They happened across the country. The circumstances are all very different in each case. Do you know or believe that these women were targeted because they
2: were transgender? No, I don't know all of the specifics of each of these um, murders, but what we know is, as you really just um, showed already, that we are seeing um, a tremendous number of homicides of trans women of color um, over and over for the past several years. This has been consistent, and we need to pay attention um, as a society. This is Um, something that's happening to our community members um, who are constantly under threat, um, experiencing other kinds of hate violence um, in our society, and we need to step up and come together and really do something to stop it. Beverly, your organization tracks the numbers. You've been tracking them
1: for 20 years. When you look at the numbers as we know them this year as compared to last, there appears to be a reduction in the violence. Do you trust those numbers?
2: Well, what we always say is that even what we report, we know is an under-reporting of the violence that's happening and the homicides that's happening. Um, a number of homicides, and of course we can't tell you how many, don't ever get reported um, for a number of reasons. Um, in some cases, we know that trans and gender non-conforming folks are misgendered um, by the police, Um, They may not have community members who, and friends and family members who will step up and say, this is who this person really was. Um, And we just know that a lot of this goes under the radar, unfortunately. Um, Really, we shouldn't get into a game of trying to compare this year to last year. When did the homicides happen? You know, it really doesn't matter. Um, This is a huge crisis, and we have to take action now. Um, we we've known about this for for years now, and um, we should have taken action last year and the year before. Um, But it's not too late now. Let's talk about the action we have seen in Dallas alone, right?
1: There were three brutal attacks in the last several months, two of them fatal. The mayor came out and said, you know, this is is unacceptable. He called it mob violence, the attack against um, Malaysia Booker. What have you seen from law enforcement in the way of a response? Are
2: you satisfied with what you're seeing? Well, we're not satisfied. Um, we don't necessarily see a response that is saying this is this is more than just a trend. Um, this is an epidemic in our society that needs to be addressed and taken seriously. Um, and frankly community members are reluctant to turn to law enforcement because members of the trans and gender nonconforming community and in fact members of the LGBT community um, have experienced violence um, from the police. They don't trust the police. Beverly it's worth noting
1: we're speaking on the same day the Trump administration has rolled back some health care protections for trans people. Earlier this week there was another rule they put into place allowing shelters receiving federal funds to turn away trans people serving uh, seeking services there there's also the the effort to push a transgender military ban here what effect have all of these even just proposals had on the trans community yeah
2: i mean talk about a complete slap in the face um you know the timing is really um important to note here because on the heels of these homicides where the community is already reeling um, for the administration to one after the other, released these proposed guidelines and rules this week. Um, it's clear that they do not care about trans and gender nonconforming community. And in fact, um, in the work that we've been doing in the city of New York and across the country, when we've brought together trans and gender nonconforming folks to talk about. What are ways that we need our um, cities and our states and the nation to respond to this violence and to help prevent violence? People over and over again have told us we need housing, we need access to employment, um, we need better health care so that we can put ourselves in safer circumstances and so we're not as vulnerable to violence that's happening in our community And what does the administration do? Seek to strip away access to healthcare, to housing, um, to to employment, you know, all of the things that people have actually articulated that they need to address the violence, the administration is trying to take away.
1: Beverly Tillery, Executive Director of the Anti-Violence Project. Thanks for being with us today.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: So you just heard, you just heard from, uh, um, the PBS, uh, report, uh, so there are a lot of factors, you know, um, that constitute the reason black trans, um, don't, you know, get news coverage, you know, obviously it's rooted in, uh, racism, you know. Um, mis- misogyny culture. So, yeah, the next uh, article I'm gonna share with you guys, uh, it comes from um, Colorlines. and uh, it's a news article. It's called HUD Rule Allows Homeless Shelter. Uh, shelters to deny admission to transgender people. So I'm going to repeat the article. It's called HUD Rule Allows Homeless Shelters to Deny Admission to Transgender People. That's the name of the article. I'm going to start reading the article and I'm, I'll am i be back for some personal uh, commentary. Um, and There's a photo of the um the lead of the HBUD. So uh which whom is Ben Carson? So he's the secretary of the United States Department of Housing and Human Development, which is HUD, um in abbreviation. So it reads on Wednesday, May twenty second, the United States uh, the United uh, State, actually, Department of Housing and Urban Development. God, it's so hot. It's hot here. Introduce a new rule that would weaken protection for transgender people at homeless shelters. Uh, give me a minute, guys. I'm doing something. Uh, homeless shelters, the new rule allows federally funded shelters to deny transgender people entry on the basis of religious beliefs. It will also force trans women to share bathrooms and sleeping quarters with transgender men. The rule is the latest move by President Donald Trump's administration to eliminate uh, Obama-era transgender protections, including a 2016 regulation titled Equal access in accordance with an uh, in, uh, individual's gender identity in community planning and development programs. Last year, it, a slew of anti <coughs> trans policies, Trump signed a memorandum that banned transgender people from serving the United States military. He also signed a religious liberal executive order that advocates say open the doors for more trans discrimination. In October, uh, the New York Times reported uh, that the Department of Health and Human Services Intention to change the legal definition of gender in a way that would write transgender people out of existence in the eyes of the law. It will also force trans women to share bathrooms and sleeping quarters with cisgender men. The... Actually, I read down. Yeah, I wrote really down. Sorry. In the summer of the latest policy proposal, HUD officials wrote uh, Guys, I'm doing something on Instagram. apologize. The proposed rule permits shelter providers to providers to consider a range of factors in making such determinations, including privacy, safety, practical concerns, religious beliefs, any relevant considerations on the civil rights and non-discrimination authorities, the individuals sex as reflected in unofficial government documents as well as the journal which a person identifies with on Tuesday May 23rd May 21st actually while testifying before the house committee my network is kind of junky I don't know why uh, guys give me a minute I'm trying to fix it before the House Committee on Financial Services, what is defined before the House Committee on Financial Services, HD Secretary, uh, ben Carson told the committee that his agency had no plans to change the H-U- H.U.D. Eco-Access Rule. The rules from 2012 and 2016 accurately provide for fairness and for all communities, Carson said, within quotation, they have not been revo- removed. We have not changed any of the rules, within quotation, he said. By the Washington Post, the HUD website has removed links to resources that inform emergency shelters how the how to best serve transgender people and follow agency regulation. The agency also appended pro, uh, policy proposal that require federally funded shelter uh, to post uh, nurses that provide information on LGBTQ rights and protection. Trans people already face dispo- shown disproportionately actually. High rates of homelessness according to the National Center for Transgender Equality. One in five transgender people have experienced uh, homelessness. Black and Native American trans people have reported uh, the worst outcomes in discrimination in employment, police and street violence, healthcare access and homelessness. Trans youth of color. Uh, especially black youth experienced disproportionately uh, higher um, rates of homelessness in 2014 serving providers for youth with no home reported that black LGBTQ plus The black LGBTQ plus youth made up 31% of the youth they despite compromising, uh, comprising actually just 14% of the general population for the age group, their age group. In the last uh, year, 70% of transgender people who attempted to enter homeless shelter were removed or physically or sexually assaulted because of their gender identity, the National Center for Transgender Equality, told the post. Guys, and this is the end of this article, this amazing article. So, what I will tell you this, I'm I'm about to wrap it up, uh, because it's uh, um, um, 11 minutes away um, with uh, uh, reaching uh, the one hour recording segment top limit so I'm going to just finish by this uh, commentary um, I would say this uh, Ben Carson he's an asshole uh, let me just Says Ben Hudson is an asshole, he's a coon, because obviously he's serving the Republican people more than he's serving the country. So to me, he's a token tool for the dominant society, the white supremacist. Second, it's wrong, and it's unconstitutional. You know, it's unconstitutional to deny people based on their, uh, you know, uh, genders, the order that it is, it's unconstitutional and they should never do this, but unfortunately they are doing it, also they are more interested in, you know, arresting every, um, every like, um, rules, every law that Obama was about to pass, um, with his administration, they are arresting everything, well, what can you expect from these people? So this is who they really are, all you know, these Democrats. And also some Democrats still do that shit. But yeah, I'm going to end here, guys. Thank you for tuning in. It was an amazing uh, recording segment. It's it's an hour, but it's filled with a bunch of informations, different kind of information, if you're looking to know more about what it means to be trans, what you go through, what are the the holes, you know, that exist in our community, what are the uh, ramifications, you know, etc. So, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. And again, I am your host, Ui Odilon Subushi Mike. I'm gonna let, you know, the I'll record ending itself, so I'm going to catch up with you probably tomorrow after tomorrow. So, Monday or Tuesday. I'm out.